The Utah Jazz come from behind by 18. Their largest come from behind win of the year. They've won two in a row on the trip, and Donovan Mitchell explodes in the second half. It's all coming up on Postcast. I'm not letting him throw. I'm boxing him out. What's up, baby? I'm boxing Rick Mahorn out. Oh, no, I'm not. Oh, no, I'm not. Actually, I'm not. He's going to whoop my ass. That's right. He's going to whoop me. He's going to whoop me. He's going to whoop me somewhere. All right, this is going to be a very bizarre postcast because Rick Mahorn is now behind me talking to Ron Boone. The live show is on my belly button, and we got all sorts of crazy stuff going on. There's, there's Rick. Say hi to Rick, everybody. There's Ron, everybody. And there's Big T. And I'm somehow in the middle of this. I feel like Bill Lambeer. All right, Jazz win it tonight. Today's show is brought to you by the store at 600 Southland, 20th East. Yeah, we're really live. What do you think of the game, Rick? I thought it sucked. That's how I thought it was. Pistons should have got that. I, I don't like losing to the Jazz. How come? Because it's not like you lost them that much in your life. I, I, I didn't. I always wanted to whoop them. Stockton and Malone. Well, you know the career all-time is 61 to 35. 61. Let's see. You see them up there? I'm sorry for bringing okay. it up. Just look. No. Point your camera up there. Look deep up there. See, it says world champs. I don't see that in Utah. No, you don't. Didn't y'all, didn't y'all I don't fall, think you're getting did y'all any- fall for well, Did y'all fall for Michael got a <laughs> coal? <laughs> Oh, he's sick. <laughs> Tore y'all ass up. I, oh, I ain't got no mercy for y'all. None at all. Malone, all y'all. The big old ass eating, I got all y'all. And I'll be in Utah next week. If they want to see some of this, I'm here. Mark Eaton, Rick Mahorn, halftime show, showdown, MMA. <laughs> he's the only guy who's got a reach advantage on you. I hate it playing against all right, here we are. Ron Boone and I are kind of semi back together. Um, it is re- 14. All right, where should we put this? Should we sit down and put it on a regular spot, or should I try? You want me to try to hold it? All right, we'll just do the hold it version. All right, well, this show's a mess, but that's the whole fun part of it. It's usually on the floor that's like this, but this is postcast tonight. That's the mess. Uh, what, I mean, is this a regular everyday win? Or coming back from 19 is a big deal? Coming back from 19 without Dante and Tabo is a big deal? It's two things that make this not an everyday win. One is the fact that they came from 15 points down. 19, uh, 19 18. 18. And then the other is that anytime you win on the road, it's, it's not an everyday win. I mean, it's awfully tough to win on the road. And you know that. And the Jazz have had some great success this year winning on the road. I know the, the schedule has dictated them to be on the road quite a bit this year. But, you know, with the, the amount of wins they've had on the road, has been awesome. What does it do for Donovan Mitchell? Two points of the half. I had said on our broadcast at one point, I'm curious to see how he reacts. I, w- I really was. Like, he, he had had coming off the night before where he was very balanced and very patient. But tonight he was one for five. He had two points. The game was getting away. And he just took over at that point and had a his fourth largest scoring out point in the second half of the game. Okay, you tell me if he thought you he was trying to play that way in the first half. It was like he decided, okay, this is not working as, or it's not going to work every ball game. Tonight I have to do something different. And third quarter, he started driving to the basket and finished. And then he worked his way out to where he knocked down a three, knocked down a mid-range jump shot got himself going and all of a sudden he scored 22 of his 24 points in the second half 
He, uh, you can get a water right there if you want to. I'll talk I'm for good, a second. Man. Okay. Uh, he, I, I don't know, Ron, and I, I think there's an interesting question of what's really been going on in Donovan's head. He's been pretty open the other day when I talked with him about the phenomena that is Donovan Mitchell and the fact that it, is, it was impacting him. Uh, he's trying to get his head wrapped around it. He sent out that tweet, which I thought it was his first kind of public comment of the pressure. A new year, new me. I don't know what it meant, actually, um, but I just thought it was a kind of public acknowledgement that this wasn't going the way he thought it was going to. And so in that sense, how big a deal do you think it is for Donovan that he finally had a Donovan moment? Uh, it's huge. I mean, believe me, David, guys with, with so much pride in their game, they know what they can do out there on the floor. And when things aren't going right, they try to figure things out, put a lot of pressure on themselves. And, and you start... If you're if you're used to knocking down jump shots and you're not making them, now you start going back to me, to the mechanics. You know, you start making sure you're going straight up and straight down. Your follow through is there, and everything is is, is is a thought process instead of it being muscle memory and it just happened. And usually when that when you solve that, then you get into that zone like we just see uh, Joe Ingles in or Corver or something like that, and and then you start feeling good about yourself. The Jazz in the first half were down 18 at the end of one, 31-13. They worked it back to five at the half. It got to two at the fourth, and then they really they got it going. One of the guys was a big part of it was Jay Crowder, uh, out of bounds for the second time in a key game. We had an out of bounds timeout to Kyle Corver. Quinn's now run that a few times and gotten the three from Kyle. You know this Jazz team. I talked about in the broadcast since the Kyle Corver trade has the second best efficiency differential, and the reason that matters is because of the fact that that is the number one indicator of kind of future success and where your team is going since that trade. They're beginning to make plays right now. And, and they've got another opportunity or another player that the Jazz can, can draw something up for in a crucial situation. Uh, come out of a timeout, as you mentioned, Corbett gets that three, put the Jazz up five. Is that what it I, I think it was five. But... Loose balls, Jay Crowder going and grabbing them. Yeah, and, and you know, just those little things like that that, that work, that happen. And, and we talked about before the ball game about Blake Griffin being, Griffin being a target to the point where they were going to um, just follow him all over the floor. And, and Jay Crowder comes from the weak side, comes up with a deflection, comes up with another steal out here when they were taking the ball out of bounds. I mean, those little plays like that off of a game plan, uh, it, it just becomes huge when guys understand what they, they were supposed to do out there on the floor and how that works. Well, the Jazz win it tonight. They get their second straight, and they come from behind to win it 110-105. Donovan Mitchell's fourth quarter is the story, but it feels like a really good win by the Jazz. We'll see. Big one up coming up against Milwaukee. A two-and-two two trip was the goal. They've got that accomplished. We don't set the goals very high, evidently, from our halftime quest earlier tonight. So we'll see if they can do something else. Have a good one. Thanks very much for tuning in to Postcast.